Howdy. It's Law School in Brief. I'm Lydia. And I'm Megan. And, and uh, this is a podcast about law school. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we haven't spoken in a little bit. How are yeah. you feeling? Yeah. So sorry to all of um, our loyal followers. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have had a horrible upper respiratory infection for like three weeks. So uh, talking was not so much on the table. I don't think you would want to listen to me. Um, (laughs) So I've been better, but I've also been far worse and I'm on the mend. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I haven't haven't actually been sick, you know, I've been like staying up too late, those kind of things. So I'm like generally tired, (laughs) but yeah. It's good. I am in my, today is my third day of class for this new semester. Oh. So, yeah. I have my first impressions of my classes. I don't know if they're going to hold up. Hold up to what? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like in the end, you know, like people say your first impressions can be wrong. True, true, true. Yeah. But people also say you should never judge a book by its cover, you know, so. People say a lot of things. People <laughs> say a lot of things. Wait, so remind me, what classes are you taking this semester? Um, I am taking, uh, I'll give, you know what, I'll give the like actual name and then what we call it in law school. Oh, okay. Civil Procedure, a.k.a. Civ Pro. Mm. Constitutional Law, a.k.a. Con Law. And what else? Oh, Criminal law, aka crim. <laughs> crim. I I've also crim crim, <laughs> and I always feel like slightly annoyed when I write the word crim out. It sounds I feel gross. Like, I should, like like crim, like grime. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got the crim. I don't know. <laughs> or like you should just write crime. <laughs> That's yeah. a different thing altogether. Crime law. Crime law. And like um, con law, it sounds like you're going to be conning someone. Yeah. That where's... almost also sounds like crim. The fact that they all start with C, I keep referring to them as the wrong things. Um, crim, con, civ. Oh my gosh, you're right. You got the yeah. three C's. I know. Civ huh. makes the sound, so that's nice. But all right, my first impressions. Yeah. So So give me your first impression for each class in like a sentence. Okay. Um, Civ Pro. Uh, <coughs> I feel like I'm probably not going to be a pro. <laughs> uh, seems like it's going to be really complicated, really fast. And like I right now feel like I kind of am okay with it, uh-huh. but I think I'll blink and like in two weeks I'll be like, oh crap. <laughs> Yeah, when I took Civ Pro last trimester, that's exactly what happened. We spent three weeks reading Panoyer v. Neff, and then all of a sudden it was like, now you're supposed to know civil procedure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, no. What? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, uh. I'm, I'm, my professor is very calm, and I feel like that I am so grateful for that. You know, there's some classes where I would want like a lively energy, but um, so that's my eight sentence first impression okay. when you ask for one sentence first impression okay so um okay con law last episode i was like 
hoping that we'd be talking about context in con law, and we really are. I like my professor a lot, and he's giving us a lot of context for everything. And also, remember last semester, I mean, sorry, last episode, <laughs> when I was like, um, haha, I've never read the Constitution. That was our homework before the first class. It was like, <laughs> homework, read the whole Constitution. <laughs> oh my so gosh. So I do have two truths and a lie prepared for you, but we could do that later. Um, but I was like, okay, casual homework assignment. And then Krimla, first impressions. I feel like I'm going to spend a lot of the class being angry mm. and not seeing that anger like reflected or validated by my professor and how the class is structured and discussion. So we'll see. Really? How's the class structured? Um, Our professor does like cold calling, but like rapid cold calling with the same person for like 20 minutes. So it's not really discussions, just like they're put on the spot for a long time. An interrogation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of them are like yes and no questions. So it, it, it moves quickly. It's not like that one person is like, elucidating their entire like philosophy on criminal law uh-huh. but um i like i i don't know when we're gonna like we read a case that had like 20 pages worth of like very coded language about loitering and we just like didn't really talk about how it was coded language you know that kind of thing oh um, like like you were were recognizing it as coded language but nobody else seemed to like yeah, like I just pick up what they were putting down. Well, I, yeah, the professor just like <coughs> didn't address that. You know, I don't know. That's just my first impression of like, oh, I'm gonna be angry and like, I'll talk about it after class, but I won't. It like class won't be a place for that, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's not all about me, so you know, <laughs> I'll just sit there. I mean, <laughs> with my feelings for, for the amount that you pay intuition i think it can be a little <laughs> bit about you sometimes <laughs> uh oh and you know we haven't spoken since i did my negotiation class my first oh, impression right. of that was like yeah so i had this like little january intercession class on negotiation and i guess i don't remember my first impression of it but i remember my last impression which is like I did all the work. I read the books. I like did all the exercises in class and stuff. And I definitely feel like I would absolutely blow a real negotiation. (laughs) (laughs) And like, there was this element of instant gratification in class. Like you had the exercise, you got all these, like your secret facts for your side and like what your side really wanted and what they were really willing to pay, even though you never wanted to admit it. And the other side had their like facts or whatever. And so you, you go into it with this like stone cold, like, you know, this is why we are asking for what we're asking for. And like, let's like problem solve here and whatever. And then at the end, once you break character, you can be like, okay, I was actually willing to go up to this amount. What about you? Oh, okay. And like, you don't actually get to do that in the real world. You don't break character. Like, yeah, it's not a character. Ever. It's your yeah. real life. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like your real client. Like, you're never going to tell the other lawyer how much your client was actually willing to pay for their tract of land or whatever. Anyway, so I'm like, all right, I don't actually feel like I know much about real negotiation, but it seemed like good practice. And it just uh, sounds to me like a like a card game you could play at like a at, at a board game night or something. Like, 
yeah. it's all about bluffing, right? Yeah. It yeah. is like it's very much like a, a bluffing game kind of. Um and with some like real problem solving skills and stuff to find creative solutions, but a lot of bluffing. <laughs> and I got to be oh, we were in like class with people who are not in our section. They kind of mixed it up for us. Uh-huh. So our listener, Chantal, uh, who I've given a shout out to before, was in my class and we were negotiation buddies and she's super good at negotiation. So shout out to Chantal. Chantal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very good. Wow, that was uh, a long first impressions, last impressions update. (laughs) How are your classes? Um, pretty good. So sorry. I like am on the cusp of having to cough. (laughs) So okay, you want to mute it? Oh no, no muting, no muting here. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. It's like one of those movies where you're where you like pay extra so that you can like have your chair like shake when like the action yeah. sequence is happening. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, first impressions of my classes. So I am taking gosh, what am I taking? Oh yes, contracts, another C. Um, as far as I know, there is no cool law school coded language for contracts it's just contracts Um, yeah that could have been con law con yeah but constitutional law won that battle okay i suppose because constitutional law has the two words and contracts it's Uh, not contracts law it's just yeah you're right yeah i do like spelling it c-o-n-t-r-a-x oh okay i'm gonna start doing that yeah. <laughs> See if it catches on. I'm just um, really cool. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're like rolling up with a French fry <laughs> backpack, spelling things with X's. She's crazy. Um, R.I.P. French fry backpack. But, I know. Yeah. Uh, my first impression of contracts is that I'm going to really like it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's super technical. And the a lot of the cases that we've read so far – are like about well essentially contracts is all about promises that are being made so in these cases you get a lot of promises being made and you're essentially asked whether or not these promises like can hold their water um and i really like it so that's my first impression of that i think that like people hear like oh it's really technical and they think oh that means it's boring but i'm like no that means that there's like a right answer that you can just look up yeah, you know, that's actually yes. kind of great. <laughs> yeah. Is this contract enforceable? It's a yes or no question. You just like look in the restatement. Not that that's not that that not that the restatement of contracts is law, but there's like a lot there. I don't know how to describe it. I'm glad you're going to like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I hope I'm going to like it so far. I like it. Um. And like you, I'm also taking criminal law. Crim. Crim. Crim law. Yeah. And, we have uh, upgraded from tort to crim. This is so exciting. Is this a crim? Did I just commit a crim? <laughs> Except that it's really <laughs> obvious. Yeah, right? You pretty much know. Actually, I have a small hypo for you at the end. Oh, my God. tiny hypo okay. where you don't actually know if you've committed a crim. You don't. Really? Yeah, I mean, I got it wrong when I when I answered it in class. Oh crap! In okay. my head, not in front of everyone. Thank okay, God. No. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I'm taking criminal law. 
which is taught by like I think this is probably the wrong term, but like one of Elon's flagship professors, <laughs> I'm using this term probably incorrectly. He was like one of the first professors at the law school. He's been around forever. Um, and everybody enjoys taking his classes. I mean, in the last class, he like made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then five minutes later said, what was I wearing when I made the peanut butter and jelly sandwich Whoa. to prove the point that like witnesses Whoa. ain't shit. <laughs> Um, I want to take your class with you. That yeah, this it was it was pretty great. <laughs> um, but I mean, we've already in the first week of class, like, kind of broached the subject of like, uh, is a fetus a person? <laughs> like, well, oh yeah, we a... talked about that day too. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like, okay, what? we're really really gonna lean in on this. Um, <clears throat> so my first impression is that this could potentially be a very like. Uh, divided classroom um, yeah. I also think that I I'm surprised by the fact that I don't think I'm going to enjoy this class as much as I might have thought I would not yes, because same the same here yeah like I'm just like oh man this is sort of just depressing and like not really applicable to anything I want to do <laughs> and I'm bummed all the time it seems like it, yeah, I'm bummed too. It seems like for certain cases that you read in other classes, the like abstract theoretical debates, you can kind of forget. You can think of them as like abstract theoretical debates. Yeah. Um, and in crim law, when you're reading these cases, it's just so clear that the abstract debates are like, you're like, what are you doing? Like, this is someone's life. Yeah. What are you talking about? And it's that way in other areas of law, but you can kind of forget. Like in property law, you can be like, oh, yeah, what is property? Um, but like, even this though is that's somebody, people's lives too. But yeah, this is like. This is somebody's life and the stakes are high. Yeah. Like that's totally different. In torts, it was like, okay, yeah, I know I'm reading real cases where like real people had real things happen to them, but they just had to pay money and they were fine. <laughs> now it's right. like, oh, like you might be sentenced to death. <laughs> yeah. You might be imprisoned horrible. for life. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so those are the, yeah, those are my, my quick, not so quick first impressions. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And we're both taking legal writing. I don't really have new first impressions of that. Oh yeah. Legal writing part two. I'm excited. Yeah. We're doing a, a trial brief this trimester. Like so, you just get to try it out? No grades? No, I'm no, just no. Kidding. We, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I see. <laughs> you ham. No, <laughs> I wish. Nah, no. Nah. But we get to write persuasively, which is fun. Because last trimester, Ooh. I was, I felt like I was just a robot. Like, you had to have no feeling whatsoever. This had to be the driest product you've ever produced. Yep, yep. Yeah. The drier, yeah, the better. Really persuasive stuff this semester um, as well. That's exciting. And, and we're doing like a, also we're going to do like a little oral arguments thing. That's actually not graded, which is oh. really interesting. We're just, Unless we get like two, unless we, if we do like very, very well, we get this like extra certificate. <laughs> Wait, so is this like, in your, okay. <laughs> your writing class? Do you do oral arguments? Yes. Yeah, we have the same thing actually. Really? At the end of the yeah, we have to what do it. What if our professors are friends, dude? 
Uh, that'd be cool. And they're like, let's do oral arguments. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> Make them sweat. <laughs> Jokes on her. I love talking. I know. I'm like, you're going to be so good at it. <laughs> yeah, just you wait. <laughs> um, it's like the only thing I'm good at. My communication skills. <laughs> oh. Which I suppose could kind of segue into my low. <laughs> oh, okay. Are we? Yep. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right. So, and, and I am doing low intentionally first because it, it does get better. Okay. Uh, but, whoo, man. Um, <laughs> so, my low is being mediocre. <laughs> no, I mean, sorry. <clears throat> First of all, a more practical low, I have been sick for like three weeks now. And so on Monday, I had, it all sort of like came to a head. I had been telling myself that I just had a really awful cold. And if I drank enough vitamin C and like slept enough, I'd be fine. But then in class on Monday, my 9am contracts class, contracts, my teeth started to hurt from the pain in my face like there was so much pressure that my teeth were aching and i just thought okay enough is enough like i have to go see a doctor um but i had a meeting scheduled with dean duncan who our listeners will remember uh is one of the deans of our law school also has a podcast influential motherhood um anyway so i had this meeting with her uh to talk about like summer internships etc And that was immediately following my class. And I didn't want to reschedule because she's pretty booked up. Um, And I honestly... With your tooth pain? And you're like, summer internship. I looked a mess. So I really, really should have rescheduled because I was so sick. But I thought, you know what? I might as well just show up (laughs) and like get it over with, right? So I go in... um, I go in for this cover letter meeting. I mean, what what better time to discuss your future than when you're feeling yeah. like ill? Anyway, so I had sent her before this meeting, I had sent her an email basically saying that like I was feeling pretty down about my summer prospects because I had gotten like really average grades um, in my first trimester, which was like I've never earned grades like this before like I'm like oh my god like so I'm having like this whole existential crisis and I just wanted to email her to let her know that before I walked in and I said sort of like kind of jokingly but also if she had it I said you know if you have a pep talk up your sleeve (laughs) that you have like just ready to pull out for any student who's like needing it like I am all ears for you right and boy did she deliver (laughs) so when I tell you like she is I want to paint a picture. She's maybe like in her mid thirties. She's really not that much older than me. And she has these really (laughs) big, beautiful eyes. And like, she just like emanates like kindness and compassion. So, (laughs) so I sit down uh, and you might ask me, did I think I was going to get misty at this meeting? No. (laughs) Did I think I was going to let a few tears drop onto my resume before I passed it across the table to her? Absolutely not. You might ask me what did happen, <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, loyal followers, that I I fully wept oh. <laughs> in this woman's office. I like completely caught off guard. Her pep talk, 
I don't know. She must have this like well rehearsed or something. Like like she has she this finely ready. tuned. Yeah. Her like, pep talk oh, pushed. She needs a pep talk. All right. <laughs> exactly. It pushed every button in me that I didn't even know existed and was she was just so honest and kind and so she's like saying all these nice things to me and all these things I need to hear and so I started to like get kind of misty and then I started to sniffle and then she told me everything was going to be okay and before I knew it I was like I was like crying but then I was like on the point you know okay there are a couple stages to crying yes there's like the misting stage right where you're like okay maybe I can hold it back maybe Maybe they don't notice and then there's the like okay that's all it'll take you know yeah exactly and then there's like okay now tears are falling this is it's still cute though it's still cute I might just need a tissue yeah and then there's the like crying where you're like like snotting and like and your shoulders are kind of shaking and your breath gets like (gasps) you know like that I did that one that's the one I did yes so did you transition between phase one and phase two by her by her prompting like by her kindness yes would you like give me that look I'm, I'm trying to do the look now but i realize like there's no visual component to this podcast because that gets me too i'm like i'm like yeah it's fine and then someone's like nice to me and i'm like Dah! that's exactly what happened it was like i think she said like what do you need from me oh. and then i just that was it like i was done for the only way that i could have been more embarrassed or vulnerable in that moment is if i had asked accidentally called her mom like I was like (laughs) like like having a meltdown um that would be influential motherhood like beyond like people who aren't your offspring calling you mom I mean in my book like she may as well have earned that badge like she is the influential mother she is like the omni mother the master mother I don't know um but anyway so like we then actually had a semi-productive meeting about like my cover letter and like summer jobs um yeah but then after that with my freshly tear-stained face I marched myself over to the minute clinic and got diagnosed with a gnarly upper respiratory infection the woman was like wow why did you wait so long to come here (laughs) uh so I've been on like pretty great antibiotics ever since um so see how that transitioned to a bit of a high i'm okay now yeah you got support that's great yeah did you, did you ever do neti pot we don't have to talk about this on the air <laughs> just, just no there. i didn't <laughs> no good content there <laughs> all um, right <laughs> and i'd like to think too that like one day when i am a graduate of elon law school uh and melissa duncan and i transition from like the special <laughs> relationship you know between sort of like mentor mentee we'll one day be colleagues or like at least professionals perhaps in the same city and we'll look back on this and laugh oh absolutely (laughs) the time that i wept in her office yeah yeah anywho do you have a low (laughs) just to uh just to empathize with you about the the job search cover letter Mm -hmm. thing i like just finished my cover letter today (laughs) after like weeks of like procrastinating and i I sent a draft to the courier office and they sent me one with some suggestions. Then I implemented part of the suggestions and then I like didn't implement the rest until like today. And like, there's a lot of like jobs that are already posted that are already being interviewed for. And I'm like, all right, I feel like I, we got to 
question about this for the Q&A about job search. Um, so <laughs> the person who wrote in on that is like already ahead of us because, uh, yeah. I the person who wrote time. in about that probably already has a summer internship. And I'm like, <laughs> what blazer should I wear to the interview I don't have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've been making like pros and cons lists. And that's pretty much as far as I've gotten. I applied to two jobs today. Um, hey, there you, you know. go. Yeah. And I went to some winter receptions. Did you go to any of those between when we last spoke and now? No. No. Okay. Oh, oh, well, you've been sick. Okay. The month of December was essentially a blackout date for me. <laughs> right. No, but I mean, like, in January. There's, there's a lot of law firms that host these, like, winter receptions for um first year students on their winter break so if you are someone who's looking to go to law school you should keep an eye out for them because i found them really helpful is like getting a feel for the office and like getting to chat with people there uh and like network a little bit a lot of really good food mm. classmates like traveled around the whole u.s during her break going to these different things really Just, sounds fun yeah who has so the we met money <laughs> Your classmates. If you're gonna if you're gonna save up and like if you're like gonna invest in getting a job, it could be worth it. But um, yeah, I did that, but I haven't applied to the places that I visited yet. So that's you know. Anyways, uh, okay. So that's a an update on my nascent job search. I like. In November, though, I think we talked about it. I like spent a lot of time researching and applying to these like international fellowships, and I like yes, still like don't actually know where I stand with that. And so I, so I'm just proceeding as though I'm not getting it, but I still could, and then like I could drop all this other job search stuff. But that's also prompted my like, sl- like feet dragging. Yeah, I get that. You have something kind of to like hold out for. Yeah. Yeah. That's my low i don't i don't think job search is a low does qualifies as a low yet because i haven't missed too many deadlines yet (laughs) once i do then i'll be like freaked (laughs) out but um (laughs) for my low uh i i mean i just as a continuation of like last semester i feel like i'm just i don't i haven't figured out how to focus on climate induced migration like I Mm -hmm. I thought about it a lot last semester I did meet with like three professors who were not my professors just people who were like tangentially working on it and they didn't have a they had like book recommendations and stuff to share with me um and some of them have forwarded me links but no one's like exactly working on what I want to work on and there was someone at Wisconsin who literally works on exactly what I want to work on and if we from the Q&A episode that was the other school I was deciding between so part of me is like should I have like gone there and like actually like chosen a place based on what I want to do or is this something that I can actually work on this summer but I still feel like I haven't figured out how to fit in my own thing I at the end of last semester just like just got swept up in the like exam prep grades thing despite our whole episode on like grades don't define us and there's other metrics of success. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> LOL. Like, like I just like, <laughs> went along with the whole 
like mm-hmm. exam grade thing. I don't know. Those so. feel like two very different thoughts to me. Yeah, I know. I know. Just rambling. <laughs> Okay, but I had I had two questions for you regarding okay. the like Wisconsin. I'm gonna call it dilemma, even though it's not. <laughs> um, two thoughts, questions. I don't know what to call them. Anyway, one: Could you just reach out <clears throat> to that professor at Wisconsin and explain, like, hey, I don't go to your law school, but I'm a person who like follows your work and I'm interested in this. Would you ever be open to like chatting with me? Secondly more like scandalously oh. would you ever consider transferring to uw whoa what what <laughs> that's a thing you could do <laughs> <laughs> to your first question i have emailed her i actually emailed her before uh like before i even was applying to law schools because i was emailing a lot of different professors and she was helpful she has pointed me in the direction of different things. I just wonder if it would be different if I was like there in person. Cause I think there's a limit to like how much we can chat. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I even like I asked these different professors who I've reached out to about like what I should do over the summer and like got, you know, some suggestions, but I don't have, they're not like my mentors. They're just like professors mm. who happen to be interested in the same thing I'm interested in. Sure. Yeah. As to transferring, uh, it is a possibility, which I didn't know when I was applying to law schools that like people transferred between schools. I don't know if I would transfer at this yeah. point. It'd be so hard to start it over. Would, but also- it would be, yeah. It would be like a big deal. <laughs> It'd be a huge deal. <clears throat> Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Huh? Yeah, you know, I realized something about myself in the last six months, and it's that options and the thought of the future is what keeps me going. Like, I'm like, <sighs> you know, <clears throat> I had a meeting with uh, our brand new librarian this last week. Uh huh. Who is rad? Uh, she came in and did a presentation to our legal writing class, just kind of like a refresher on how to utilize Lexis and Westlaw more efficiently. And she taught me in one hour more than I think I learned in an entire trimester. Nice. Uh, I think her communication style and me are just like peanut butter and jelly, like perfect combo. I got everything she was saying. Um, but, but what she op- were you wearing? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm trying, I'm trying to make a peanut butter sandwich reference from your crime class. Oh, yeah. it, just, it wasn't good. Though. Oh my god! Like it Lydia, we can offline about what I'm wearing. Oh you little minx. <laughs> no, uh, that's really funny. It didn't work. I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> my gosh! Now I like totally lost my train of thought. Oh, I remember now. She opened up her presentation with saying, "I'm like the person that went to school." law school without any intention of ever practicing law and I'm like what that might be like me maybe um (laughs) she said just she just said all the right things so I emailed her and I said can we like get coffee so we got coffee and we talked and uh she told me that right when she graduated law school she went and got her master's in library science and now she's like basically I'm imagining her being like the head witch at Hogwarts who like knows every single potion and spell and like how to get it um, I don't. Is that a thing? Uh, I, it's been a minute since I read <laughs> Harry Potter, but I don't know. Like she, in my mind, and like my like imagination is like the Professor McGonagall of a law library. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and that got me thinking, I'm like, huh, master's in library science, probably not for me, but there's something that's just like hopeful about the future, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I also, yeah, I think that's, I think that's for me, like why this is my low though, because it's like, crap, all of this is like what leading me to my future and I'm not doing it. And it's Ooh, my yeah. responsibility because it's my future to just like keep seeking out professors, keep getting advice, like forging my own path. And like, I just want to be supported and want someone else to do it and tell me what to do and like not have to create my own path, even though I like creating my own path. I don't know. No, I completely understand where you're coming from. It's also, you know, we're only like a sixth of the way done. Yeah. <laughs> so just the thought of like keeping up with this rigmarole and the pace of it all, like just when you think you're getting a concept, it's like you have to drop everything and like start applying to internships and then you have to like pivot really fast and think about paving your own path. And then all of a sudden you have to go grocery shopping and maybe you get sick and oh my God, what are you going to do now? It's just so much. It would be really nice to have somebody hold your hand and say this way, my child, like we are this yeah, is what you should I think do that's this why it, it, it's very easy to go with the flow in law school and be like what's important grades what am i doing during the summer getting one of the internships that's like on the career services website Whoa. what am i doing on the gra after graduation like what am i doing as my extracurriculars these a couple clubs that are on campus you know, what am I doing in my free time? Studying. What am I doing after graduation? Getting one of the jobs on the career service. Like, it's just easy. It's just easy yeah. to do that. Wow, Lydia, I had never thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. It's like law school is so demanding. It sort of like forces you to go into autopilot in a certain way. Yeah. Like you just have to get into that sweet spot so that you can survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Wow. We've spent a lot of time on lows and I'm feeling like a little nervous. I'm going to <laughs> throw in a, a different low that's oh, like another low. <laughs> that's a little bit more lighthearted. Okay. All of my dishes <laughs> <in my laughs> smell like garlic because <laughs> um because <laughs> I <coughs> I finished up one of those like little jars of minced garlic and I was like, I could reuse this jar. So I no. threw it in the dishwasher. <laughs> multiple, multiple rounds of like trying to clean the same set of dishes in the same mm. jar with like, with new soap and stuff and everything just still smells like garlic. It's mm. incredible how powerful that plant is. It, I just gave up. I was like, I can't justify wasting the water. I'll just put the dishes away. They're clean. They just are pungent. Well, the good news is no vampires. Yeah, that's... Uh, right? Right? All the vampires who have crushes on me who come climb in my window at night to look at me sleep because they don't have to. I mean, they're going to be disappointed, but... Super eh, disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any oh. meh? Do that, I have any meh? That liminal space between the, the lows and the highs? Um, I guess I would say job searching because... I just feel like kind of like for lack of a better word, sort of trapped. Um, I'm wow. not going to like, I'm not going to go like on, <laughs> on, a, on a whole tangent about this, but 
you know, you're told that you need a summer internship because summer internships lead to next summer internships and then those lead to jobs. Fine, I get that. Um, however, a lot of these internships, for those of you who do not know, are like unpaid. A lot of them are unpaid. Um, and the ones that do pay, pay like not a great wage. Mm-hmm. Um, and being that I am, uh, well, like, I shouldn't say this. I would say, I'll, I'll keep this personal to me. I do not want to leave my spouse for the summer. Um, I'm sure that there are people that do it. I don't want to do it. Uh, so that kind of keeps me in one place, like one sort of hundred mile radius. That's even kind of generous. Um, and then from there, it's just like a lot of the options are very like law firmy and I, I'm not really interested in the law firmy vibe. Uh, so I'm feeling a little bit meh about it. I'm feeling like, yeah, trapped between a rock and a hard place. Like you gotta get one but I don't really want to, but what else am I going to do? It's like, I have to give up the dream of beer wenching my way through the summer because I need to do something like substantial. Um, My current options in my mind are one work on a political campaign. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really, really thinking that uh, like best worst case scenario. I'm not sure which one it is yet. You'd probably have to ask me in the fall, but uh, it would be like, I can see myself doing summer school classes so that I can kind of like boost my GPA and get the financial aid, but then also volunteer working on a political campaign. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. And also in Greensboro, there are some really great fellowship opportunities for people that intend to stay in Greensboro after graduation and there are a few jobs in um like city offices like the mayor's office is hiring an intern um and the city planning office is hiring an intern and those are sort of interesting to me but we're so early on I I applied for the fellowship program and then now I have to actually submit my applications to those jobs respectively so Mm. that's my meh oh cool yeah 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 so my low is your meh and your low of like is great is my circle of hell. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my meh was grades. You I think had gotten your grades last time we recorded, but I only like just got mine back. Mm-hmm. My general impressions are room for improvement. Um, whatever. Everyone says that is true. The, the thing that that was crazy was the subject I was most scared of before going in and after leaving the exam, like I thought, okay, hold on. I'm actually going to read verbatim a text I sent to my friend who's a 2L. Hey, <laughs> you said you did well on contracts, yeah? Did you feel confident beforehand? And or did you feel good once you left the exam room? I guess what I'm asking is if there's hope for me, given that I don't feel like there's any chance I'll do well. He responds, oh, I I felt absolutely terrible and thought I would fail. Turned out to be my best class first semester. Whoa. <laughs> that is what happened to me as well. <laughs> it ended up being my best one. And I was like, what? I can't believe it. I, 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 I could not. Because it was like 
I would bring up the exam at parties, which is a no-no. Yeah, you're not supposed to talk about the exams. <laughs> I afterwards. know, but I just like I always want to. Like I'm I'm that person. I just like want to like maybe I don't know. I have like a bad memory, so I'm just like, what was it that we did? Like, did you do this thing? Whatever. So um, that was just like people say that that happens. That like you could think things went poorly and they didn't. Or and and vice versa, and that you just shouldn't like try to think about it too much until you get your grades. But like, I guess I just I was like, yeah, 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 that could be true for you. But like, I have a pretty good like gut feeling about things. But it was true for me too. So uh, go figure. But I'm still saying meh, just because um, it's just like a, a heavy. It feels to me like a heavy thing mm. in the air. Just yeah. like right after grades came out, because we were all back on campus. It wasn't like we got grades over break and could digest it. Like which like on your own time. Yeah. And so it was just, it's just a heavy thing. And like, you know, grades don't define you, obviously. Uh, but but there's still that part of you that's like, but I just want to be good at the, the challenge because here's the challenge and like I want to crush it. Even though that's not the thing that defines me. It's just like a challenge that exists in the world that has been presented to me. So, of course, I want to, like, crush it. So, anyways, like, there's that, in a way, hearing from your friends and, like, even believing, like, grades don't define me. Grades aren't, like, a measure of my worth. All mm-hmm. this stuff. It doesn't, oh, it doesn't, like, get rid of, like, the heaviness. The heaviness is just, like, there. Like, everyone's just, like, it's just there. That's how I and perceiving it and so it's like a very meh like beginning of the semester like energy I wow I could not echo that any more aggressively (laughs) aggressive echo yodeling I'm aggressively (laughs) echoing everything you're saying it is such a you know I distinctly remember in one of our past episodes you said something I think it was like in reference to an apprehensive feeling that you were experiencing about once we get our grades, we will just be like a B student or a C student. And like the 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 beauty of the first semester is you are nothing. Like you are <laughs> yeah. you are just a student. Yeah. You have not been like evaluated in any yeah. substantial way yet. And now I do feel like I walk around, you know what? Like I really, really wish that class ranks were not something we could access. <laughs> Because oh, now I'm walking I around. Can't access my class rank. Oh only like yeah, the top, only the top ten percent of people, or top five. Sorry, top five percent of people get their class rank. Oh, I would love to be able to say that I know my class rank because I'm in the top five percent. That is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, it like I I have always. I mean, this is gonna sound braggy, but it's not really. Like, when I I was always a really good student growing up. Um, you know, I would sometimes on like a mid on like a midterm report card, I guess. Those, yeah. Like the ones that go home to your parents that aren't your final grades, but it could be like a kick in the pants if you aren't doing well. Yeah. Like sometimes I'd have like a not so great grade, but then I'd be like, okay, like I need to remedy this. And, you know, I went to a good school, like I did yeah. all the right things and I did well. And now I'm like, oh my God, I worked so hard. Like arguably the hardest I ever have in my entire educational career 
to get average grades. Oh, part of it's a curve. I, I'm still anti-curve, gotta say, even though yeah. the curve helped me a couple times. <laughs> still against it on principle. Yeah, I mean, I actually, one of my my faculty advisors actually said to me, you know, you only got that grade relative to the other people in your class. It actually doesn't like reflect how much you know the yeah. material. Yeah. I'm like, you're yes. right. Good point. Good point. Good point. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I after I got my grades, I was like, whoa, like all right, maybe I don't know who I am. Maybe I like won't be good at this. Maybe I should drop out of law school because I'm not going to be a good lawyer. Oh, Megan. Yeah, I, I mean, I fully went there. Like I I like rode that roller coaster. I was like, here we go. Highs and lows, baby. Just by myself, <laughs> walking Greensboro with my headphones in, sunglasses on, <laughs> soul searching. Um But then the more I talk to people, like going back to what Dean Duncan said to me, she said, you know, like, to be honest with you, at the end of my first semester of law school, I wasn't even in the top half of my class. In fact, I did so poorly in one of my classes, the dean called me into his office and asked me to analyze a problem in front of him so he could see how I worked it out. Yeah. Oh, my. I know. And I was like, oh, I'd be like, I declined. I will, yeah, like, just take, take me out. Don't ever send me to the farm before that happens. I would, I would die. But, um, you know, she said, like, I had a hard first semester. Most people do. She said 80% of the class feels like they should have been in the top 20% of the class. And that's because the first semester of law school is by far the hardest because you don't know what works for you yet. It's content you like couldn't have known before, um, and you bounce back, you know. And, and so that made yeah. me feel that made me feel better. I yeah. Our our professors have been giving us a little advice on like you know how to bounce back and such, and like I'm grateful for it. But part of me feels like it's kind of hollow because whoever improves is gonna knock other people who. Ha- are also doing well, like below because of the curve. Like I, yep. I, I, I'm so fixated on it. I got to stop talking about it. Um, but it just makes me angry. I'm like, just toss me up based on what I know. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I would sign your petition. I would sign <laughs> thank it. Thank you, Megan. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm here for you, girl. Uh, well, geez, do we have highs? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my high is quick. Um, okay. in my criminal law class, cream, um, we have it an assi- like cream. That's what it is. Cream. Yes. <laughs> cats, cats rule everything cream. around me. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, cash. You're out. Cats uh, okay. In my crim class, we, uh, we have an assignment to listen to the, uh, podcast serial produced by this American life. Hi, I'm Sarah Koenig. Um, no nature box commercials. However, I love cereal. I've listened to it like two times through already. So the fact that I'm going to be like graded on my opinion of whether or not Adnan Saeed did it is like, I am geeked about this. So excited. Oh, okay. I've, I've never listened to it. Uh, I do eat cereal for breakfast, but um, <laughs> don't listen to it. <laughs> but maybe some of our listeners do. Yeah. If you're a listener and, yeah. who who listens to cereal who, or who listened to cereal, um, not season two, because I truly don't care about the Bo Bergdahl case. I don't know if that's sacrilegious, but, um, anyway, 
please feel free to write in. Let me know if you think Adnan Saeed did it. And if you have a good argument, I might even present it to my professor. Maybe uh, as though it were yours. And get no, <laughs> not as though kidding. it were mine, you fool. <laughs> and if you eat cereal, please feel free to uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my high is that over break, I hosted this like wash you info session very informal but like the admissions department just asked like who wants to like uh, take people out to coffee and they footed the bill um so it was i mean it was informal like i even asked the admissions department can i judge people and they were like <laughs> no <laughs> like as there candidates yeah, yeah. I was oh like, my gosh, <laughs> I was like, I'm in. Can I judge them? And they're like, No. I <laughs> just want okay. information to be helpful. Jeez. And aside about one of the reasons that I love you so much is that <laughs> you like ask the questions that I think would cross my mind for a fleeting second. But even like my, I wouldn't even consider that question quietly to myself in my own head. And you're like, Wait, but can I be like in? Can I be like part of the admissions process? <laughs> Are you hiring me? <laughs> are you am I hired? Is this the contract? No. Oh man, you are really picking up contracts really fast. I'm, I'm loving sure. it. What's the promise? What's the consideration here? <laughs> oh my god. So, anyways, they said no. Um, I mean, in my defense, I'm not just trying to be judgy. I would have had to go approach the whole session differently if I was expected to give feedback on people. So, anyways, um, a couple people showed up. And then I, I didn't think to, I actually didn't think I was like super helpful. You know, I don't know. I answered some questions and we were there like an hour and I didn't think about it that much. How many people were there? Okay. Nine people RSVP'd, but only three people showed up. So props to those three people. Cause wow. The attendance <laughs> these days. I'm yeah. wagging my finger. Again, there's no visual. That's like the, the Los Angeles yes is like the everywhere else <laughs> no to maybe. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not it's but, not one of our better qualities, us Angelinos. So the, the coffee hour thing itself was not the high because I felt like, okay, I hope I was helpful a little bit, but I don't think I was that helpful. Mm-hmm. And then I get back to school and – Near the lockers in school, we have these, like, um, folders with our names printed on them. And, like, flyers go in those folders usually and, like, stuff from professors sometimes, but they usually just use email. So very underutilized mailbox. Mm -hmm. Um, But I got, like, a thank you card from one of the people from the coffee hour, they had like addressed it to me, like care of the school. And someone in the admissions department had like brought it down to my little mail folder. Oh my. Yeah. And like, he had like stamped it with a squirrel and like written me this really sweet note. I was like, I was like, this rules. Like I, and okay. Part of the reason that this is my high is because I go past this mail folder every day with my my friend, uh, Dee Dee. And I always, like, dramatically check the folder to be like, I wonder if I have any mail. It annoys her so much because we never have mail. And it wastes, like, 10 seconds of her time. Um, but at this point, it's, like, a thing between us yeah. uh, that she hasn't confronted me about and genuinely asked me to stop. So I haven't. Oh, but anyway, she, <laughs> um, 
she wasn't there when I actually checked it and it was actual like cute mail in there. But I was like, oh, if only she had, in my mind, like thinking of like the shock on her face and like yes. my vacation of checking it every single day. It would adult, justify like, it. it. Really? Yeah, it would have been so amazing. So anyways, it counts as a high as though Dee Dee in Abstentia was part of the high. And um, yeah, this note was cute. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, that my mom always says that there's like a, there's nothing more powerful than a sweet little note. And I think she's right. She, I mean, my mom is always right, but in this particular instance, she's, she's always, always, always right. Yeah. Double plus bonus points. Your if crafted you can put a... holiday card was, <gasps> God, it you, was good. You liked it? Yeah, I loved it. So oh. I actually also got other handmade cute mail um, over the holidays, like from you and from Ryan, shout out Ryan. And like it, that made me really happy, but I, there was a delay in me receiving that because it was so balmy in North Carolina that I just left my winter coat in the coat closet at home. Like I just uh-huh. didn't use it all break and like, didn't think about it until I came back. It's like snowing and I'm like, uh, mom, can you like send my, um, coat? And my coat had like my mailbox key and my bike key and like this like keychain. So I didn't actually check my mail until yesterday. Oh, so you like got my holiday card yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, the message stands. I hope you have a great new decade. Aw, thanks. Okay. So I think we're like nearing the end of our of our comeback podcast. And you had promised me two truths and a lie. Yeah. I've got them. I haven't put them in a good uh, order. Okay, let's see. I've got two sets of truths and lies. So for those of you who are not familiar with two truths and a lie, it is a classic icebreaker in which you're typically supposed to say two true things about you and one lie, and then the people who don't know you have to guess what the lie is. We are playing it where Lydia is going to spit at me three facts. Two of them are going to be true. One is going to be a lie. And I have to figure out which one's the lie. Yeah. Very well said. Okay. So um, here's my promise to you. I, so in, um, there are a couple of these that have a preface and I'm not lying in the preface in any (laughs) of them. Like when I say like article one is about the legislature, like that won't be part of the like truth or lie that's just like for background info for everyone okay okay um here are three statements one of which is a lie two of which are truths article one is about the legislature article one section eight gives congress the power to quote define and punish piracies and felonies committed on the high seas End quote. Sounds true to me. Just going to say. Okay. Let's see. That was about Article 1. Okay. Article 2 is about the executive branch. Article 2, Section 1 states that only a, quote, natural born citizen of the United States, who has, quote, attained to the age of 35 years, end quote, can be president. No other personal qualifications are listed, i.e. literacy, criminal record, gender. Those are just examples that I'm given 
getting to explain personal qualifications. And the third thing is Article 3 is about the judicial branch. Article 3, Section 2, provides that the trial of all crimes except in the cases of impeachment shall be by jury of peers, and such trial shall be held in the state where the said crimes shall have been committed. Ooh. So the to recap, the first one was about piracy on the high seas. The second one was about personal qualifications for president, natural born citizen, and 35 years. And Article 3 is about trial by jury of peers, except in cases of impeachment. Um, gosh. Okay, so I feel like the first one was true because, I mean, I haven't taken anything about admiralty law, but I'm imagining that that's like a federal jurisdiction. Um, the second one, there's something, I always thought it was 45 years old, but now that I'm thinking about it, it, it is 35. That also seems true, but it also seems kind of insane that being 35 and a natural born citizen are the only two requirements. Um, and the third one, I feel like everybody's entitled to a jury of their peers, but like not all cases are tried by a jury. So I'm going to say the, the third one, one is say the trial of all crimes. Oh, crimes. Specifically, yeah. Except for impeachment. Um, I feel like treason might be. I'm. You know what? I like the fishiest one is the third one. I'm gonna guess it's that. <laughs> that's a lie. You're so good. Do you know what's fishy about? You know what the lie is, though. The lie is that impeachment is also tried by a jury. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, well, I'm still going to go to you because you guessed the right one. Um, but there is nowhere in the Constitution that guarantees that you are tried by a jury of your peers. It just says, shall be by jury. Ah, uh, ha, ha, ha. Okay. I knew I smelled yeah. a fish. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. All right. All so right. I'm... I'm... Another, I got one more set for you. Great. This one doesn't pull out actual quotes. Um, or maybe it does. Okay. One, that the U.S. Constitution does not contain the phrase separation of church and state. Two, the Ninth Amendment clarifies that only rights explicitly laid out in the Constitution and subsequent Bill of Rights may be backed by the federal government. Three, the U.S. Constitution does not refer to the U.S. as, quote, one nation under God. It's the third one. Under, well, actually, under God, wasn't that like recently added? I feel like I just read that somewhere that the under like, or maybe it was just taken out. I think it's the third one again. There's something going on there. You think that one's a lie? Yeah. Now I wish I had done a third one so we could have a tiebreaker. Okay. No. That is true. It, the, the Constitution does not refer to the U.S. as one nation under God. Nor does it contain the phrase separation of church and that state. That was the other one I was thinking. Okay, but the okay, Ninth okay. Amendment one, it's actually the exact opposite. The Ninth Amendment clarifies that not only the rights explicitly laid out in the Constitution. Wow, you are tricky. <laughs> okay, I was never going to get that one right. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. 
it was hard. <laughs> dang it, dang it, dang it. Okay. It was a good exercise. I'll have to do it again. That was super fun. Okay, we should do that every week. I have a small hypothetical for you that you're probably going to get right, but just to round it out with three. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so on our very first day of Krimla, Krim, um, <laughs> our Professor Friedland asked, let's say, okay, I'm just going to like use us as an example, right, Lydia? You and me, I turn to you in class and I say, Lydia, I hate the Campus Cafe. Let's rob it. And you say, yeah. <laughs> and then the bell rings because there's bells in law school. <laughs> there are no bells. <laughs> the bell rings and we get distracted because there's a pizza party happening in the commons. Have we committed a crime? So... You have mens rea, but you don't have actus rea or causation, so no. Uh, according to Professor Friedland, we have committed a crime, and that crime was of conspiracy. Oh, conspiracy. Oh, conspiracy. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. But I also learned about conspiracy. I got that wrong too. When he was like, "Have you? Have you? Com- have we committed a crime here?" I thought, "No, they haven't done anything. They were just talking about it." But turns out, just talking about it is actually sometimes a crime so we got a lot we got a lot of learning to do i don't i don't like i don't like this personally (laughs) (laughs) i don't i I don't like it i'm gonna have to look more into this that's just my gut reaction of like "Mm, i don't like it yeah we could change our minds later yeah it almost like leaves no room for like somebody's conscience to take hold and just like better judgment to prevail yeah yeah, simply becoming distracted from like your intention to rob a cafe does not mean that you. Okay, didn't... Wikipedia says that in some countries, <laughs> conspiracies may require at least one overt act be undertaken. I don't know if that's the case in the U.S., but I like I'm more comfortable with that. If you like, if we like, ugh, I don't know, if we had like bought the things that we needed to rob them or something. Man. Ooh. Yeah, or actually, now I'm, like, remembering something about in class, like, if, same exact scenario, let's say only you got distracted by the pizza party and I didn't and I robbed the cafe, could you also be held responsible? And I think the answer is yes, because, like, you were a co-conspirator. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting. So much to learn. So much to learn. Again, so little time. Take everything we say with a grain of salt. We're not your lawyers. We don't know anything. Please. Yeah, we know nothing. We know nothing. We are no nothings. <laughs> Brad. All right. Cool. Well, until next time, loyal followers. Yeah. See you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.